This is Old School on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to Old School. Not on the block. We had a little on the block fun today. Got a little heated at a a few points, too. The college football playoff rankings officially dropped last night. There is a little bit of discrepancy and some frustration, some arguments happening here in studio. Uh, We're going to bring Jay Foreman in here in a little bit as he hops into Old School, as he always does. He's going to break it down because I'm going to take a wild guess and say we probably won't agree. A lot of you probably don't agree, so we'll get into all of that here in a little bit. Uh, my name is Nate Brennan. He's the Husker Hall of Famer, Eric Strickland, nine-year NBA vet, 402-464-5685, starter name and text line, Honda of Lincoln Hotline. You can also check us out on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Old School, as always, is brought to you by the Mercado. Mercado, your old stomping ground, Strick. Yeah, the Mercado. Your old stomping ground. Love that, love that to, meat. We do. We need to head back Good over steak. to the Mercado soon. They got all kinds Tremendous. of meats. All are, kinds are yeah. absolutely fantastic at the Mercado. I've never actually stepped foot in the Mercado. I've had plenty. I've had their burgers. I've had their steaks. I, I've not stepped foot there. So uh, I'm going to add that to the top of my list. But uh, Strick, we've been talking Nebraska football for the majority of the day, college football, that stuff. Um Talk to me about Nebraska basketball. So they looked solid at times against Shadron State. I know you ended up calling that game. There's some more games here uh, on the way for you on the Big Ten Network. So that's exciting stuff. But Nebraska basketball maybe taking a step back. Maybe it just wasn't their night. I I mean, I just – it's so frustrating, right? Because everyone says maybe this is the year Nebraska takes the step forward. Like maybe this is the year it all gels together. And it's just now like, okay, well, are we taking a step back? Like is well, it is it two steps forward and one step back? Is it one step forward, two step back? Like what is this team? No, I I think well there's a lot of things you got to look at it, right? Um there's there's things that I in talking with the the, the staff and with Fred they're not. They're not trying to show a lot of what they're going to do. They're throwing okay. a lot of different combinations out there. They're testing different uh, lineups. They're they're seeing who and what can play together. Where certain things they can do. They're not showing all of their their uh, play packages and stuff like that. They're just kind of just really. They're from my understanding. They're just trying to get through this this time and even in the earlier parts they're going to try to win those games as much as they can without having to tip their hat a little bit on on what they're they're trying to accomplish and do other than the fact that you know their base defense is going to be forcing people to the right. to the baseline and they're going to wall up and they're going to take charges and they're going to try to do everything which will there. be nice to see right um i think some things that you can find interesting is that um Nebraska found themselves down, I think, 17 points at one point. They were making different runs at, at different parts of the game. Even a late run of uh, 11 points, or actually a 10-2 a run um, uh, to cut a 16-point deficit to 62-54. to 54. You got it under double digits. That puts you in range to right. make a, you know, finish off the game. Made a little run. They came up a little short, and, and, and that, that happens, and that's okay. But one of the things I like about what they did, I'll, you're missing Derek Walker. Derek Walker wasn't playing, so Derek – um, you know, so you find yourself with a backcourt that started the turnaround when it was not looking good. Here's what the lineup you had. You had Greasel, you had Bandamel, 
And Bandamel with 14 points. Again, remember, I told you it's going to be a different guy every night. Yep. The, the first night it was Gary. Yep. It's going to, this is, this is, this okay. So you're seeing kind of what that's going to look like. It's going to be a, probably a different night every, uh, a different guy every night. Griso, then Bandamel combined for six straight Husker points um, to get them started. But then their bench, the bench actually came off and, 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 and has surprising um, a play from Oleg Kolinets. And Ramel Lloyd Jr. and uh, Gary, who s- helped start an 11 to 1 run. So that's what I talked about. The game is going to be a game of runs. Right. It's just going to be a matter of how, don't allow a runs to get too high. Don't allow yourself to get too down because then you expend so much energy. But then they've got enough depth that then they got enough guys that can throw out there and do a little bit of things. But they didn't shoot the ball well. Um, they shot, what, 40%? In the first half, and and uh, I'm sorry, they 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 didn't shoot the ball well. I think they shot. Oh shoot, I don't have the stat in front of me. But anyway, um, they did hold this CU team had 20 wins last year. They were uh, what fourth in uh, what, fourth in the Pac-12. They shot held them to 43 percent from shooting and 41 percent from uh, three point range at six yeah. six uh, for 25. So. A bit of a better Colorado defensive shot, effort, yeah, right? They shot, and, and Colorado shot the ball pretty good to to hold them off. So yeah, they were down seventeen points and a half. That's tough. It's tough, right. especially on the road. And then look, some of those guys. It was the first time playing in that type of air. A lot of people don't understand. Me and me and Jay talked about it a little bit. It's different air <laughs> when you go. Jay Jay remembers going up in there playing the Colorado Buffaloes. You know, right. you, you when you go into Colorado, you gotta. There's some oxygen. The oxygen we, we used to have ready. oxygen yeah. tanks that were sitting on the side. We had to take some sniffs and puffs of that because listen, that air is serious. And if you're not used to playing up there, you can wear you out. Yeah. Um. Uh, walk me through this first month of the schedule strike because I'm I'm looking at it now. Um. Just kind of what? What's your expectations? What do you see happening to start out the season? So, uh, Nebraska will kick off their season at home against Maine. That'll be next Monday. Then they'll host Omaha, uh, UNO. They'll travel for that Gavit tip-off game that we've talked about. I, I think probably your first true test to see where St. this John's. team is at against St. John's. Yeah, um, and then you, you get a cupcake with, with Arkansas Pine Bluff. Then you get really tested. And then, and then you get tested again. And then you'll have this ESPN Events Invitational against Oklahoma. And then we get, uh, I think, a good matchup uh, yeah. that, that you stack up well against for your yeah. ACC Big Ten Challenge in Boston College. So uh, kind of an interesting schedule. A few cupcake games, a few that's really going to test you and show you where Nebraska yeah. is. What are we going to learn from this first month of the season? Because I, I, it's kind of all over the place. No, I, I think I think playing against Maine and Omaha will give you a good feel. You know, coming out of the exhibition season, it'll give you a good feel. You'll be able to pretty much solidify kind of your rotations, other than injuries at that point. You probably, I think, Fred wants to go seven, eight deep. Okay. You know what I'm saying? No yeah. more than eight. Right. I think he's trying to figure out who that last guy is going to be uh, on that uh, that eight. Um, I think right now when you're looking at the eight, you're probably looking at – you're definitely looking at in the rotation. You're going to look at C.J. Wilcher. Um, they really like uh, Karan McPherson. They liked him before he got injured, okay. but he's going to have a season injury, a season-ending injury. So you got to look at, boom, you've got um, – you've got – Definitely C.J. Wiltshire, Jawan Gary, um, Derek Walker, Blaze Keita. That's for Emmanuel Bandemil, uh, Kese Tamanaga, 
Wilhelm, that's seven, and then you've also got uh, Grisel. So that's about their so eight. That's probably about that's the eight, eight that you should now, expect to be that rolling you should out expect there. to be rolling. But they're looking at also uh, they're looking really hard at either Denim Dawson, um, Ramel Lloyd, or the um, the other player. That came over. I think he's number zero. Oh, God. well, I know uh, Jay's high on Dawson. I know. Yeah, there's one other play. Lawrence. Lawrence is the other kid that they're they're kind of taking. A, Jamarcus Lawrence. So yeah, that's kind of where they're looking. It's going to be between Jamarcus Lawrence, Denim Dawson, and Ramel Lloyd Jr. as to who's going to be that that next person that they're probably going to look to. Yeah. And it, it's it's interesting too, Strick, because I went through that first month, and now I've started looking uh, on into December, getting pretty excited for this season. Honestly, uh, the first game you have in December is uh, Creighton at CHI. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you don't consider any of those teams a test, none of them. Ranked, you can drink a brew in there. You play the. You can drink a brew in there. You drink a brew in <laughs> P- PBA in now. Um, <laughs> You got to play the Creighton Blue Jays, who we've talked about might be one of the best teams in the country. So I think really quick, we're going to have a pretty solid idea of where this team lands. But let me ask you this then. Does this kind of seal the fate on Nebraska this season? Because we've seen so many times that Nebraska, once they enter Big Ten play, I mean, they just struggle. Well, and, like, is a hot start something this team really needs this season? I think they do because you didn't have that last year. I think they do. I think they've got to play well. I think if I think if they, you know, I think the turnaround of last year was the NC State loss because they actually oh played really well, and they they should have won, won that, that game. game, right? And I even think that they were shafted in that game. I agree. Un- unfortunately, there were a couple very questionable questionable calls, calls right? Um, so I, I think that's the case. I think. Those two starting out with Creighton and Indiana is going to be tough because Indiana is going to be pretty good. They're That's very physical. That's a tough way to start. That's the, a tough way to start. To start. Now, listen, I think defensively they have an opportunity to match up with Creighton. I think they can. I think they have size, length, and they could play defense to match up. Whether or not they can score against Creighton is another thing. Creighton is like Creighton is very much like an Illinois for football, where they're just going to keep running. They're going to run their stuff. They're going to be consistent. They're going to take good shots. They're going to be disciplined. They're going to defend you. They're not going to give you easy shots. Mm -hmm. You've got to be on your P's and Q's on how you handle your business out on the floor. You can't take bad shots. You can't turn the ball over. You can't turn you can't, it over. You, no. you, you, it's, it's, it's just like that type of game. You've got to just play solid. If you play solid, you rebound. You don't give them extra opportunities. You put bodies on people. You be physical. They're going to just keep trudging. They're going to keep trudging. They're going to keep shooting. They're going to they're gonna miss, but they know that they're capable of making. Can you minimize the runs on Creighton and not going through slumps? That's the way you're going to be able to handle yourself against Creighton because they're going to be solid. So it just depends. Are you going to be disciplined to make sure you get good shots? Are you going to come down and jack up threes and then find yourself down 10? Because Creighton's that type of team that's going to step on your neck. And they're going to hold it there, oh, I mean, and they're not going to they're not going to let you. I mean, up. that's the other thing too that's is the kind that of team they, are. they they have they're well coached and they're a yeah. solid program. Yeah. They have a foundation, and I think that's a big part of what Creighton has going for them. Yeah. Uh, before we take a quick break, I'll, I'll ask you: Do you see the way they're currently constructed? Do you see Creighton as a Final Four team? I think they're capable. Because remember, last year Kansas, who won the national championship, their biggest test was Creighton. They struggled. And they had Baylor Shireman this year and retain uh, uh, all of their talent. I, I, I think they 
they legit have a shot. I think the key is how high they put themselves in the uh, the the big um, the Big East. The higher they are, they need a high seed, and I would I would venture to say they, they got to win want, the Big East. They have to win the Big it, East, yeah. and I think they have to be up there really high because you want to find yourself in one of the least uh, the brackets that don't carry the heavy weight. You want to find yourself in the right side of a bracket to be able to get through a few of those games, have a couple of tough ones, and then find yourself in the final four where anything can happen. And then you start grooving. Then you and you groove. <laughs> so the the, the yeah. season for them is important. And I think too, if they get if you're Creighton, you got to be shooting for a one or a two. Season. That's what I'm saying. I feel like you got to once you, you start fall getting on the four, three and five, and four yeah, and five, yeah, you got no. a tough road, got a tough road ahead of you. So yeah. I I'd agree. That's I why think I think that, they got to win big in the Big East. That one or two seed is is going to be huge too. And like I said, Creighton last year really put up a fight against Kansas, who ultimately won the national championship. Yeah. So uh, it'll be interesting to see. But I know uh, you're a you're a Nebraska guy. You're a Creighton guy until they play Nebraska. So, uh, yeah, we'll and, and, yeah. And listen, I, I support. Like I support them. I, I right. definitely support Creighton. I was supporting them in the tournament. Um, I, I even went with them. I, I let them roll a little bit. I didn't right. go against them in the tournament. Um, I'm gonna go watch some games. I'm I did go, too. I'm gonna go. Check I, them I'm out. really curious because I've never been to a Creighton game. I've never been over to CHI, and I've I've heard great things. Yeah, about their the atmosphere fan base. is phenomenal. I've heard, yeah. and this is the year to watch Creighton. I tell you what, but Nebraska will have a shot to take them down. I mean, there's there's a game to be played at CHI, and, and Nebraska will be making that short trip over to Omaha, and they're gonna they're gonna hopefully give them a fight too. We got to take a quick break. Uh, this is uh, the old school on 93.7 The ticket. I was about to say on the block, not on the block. We already had on the block today, and we'll be back tomorrow don't worry me and strick holding it down jay foreman he'll be coming in studio next stay with us you're listening to old school 93.7 the ticket watch old school live on facebook youtube or twitch old school with dp and j on 93.7 the ticket and the ticket fm.com